All right. Welcome back to the Becoming Muslim podcast. We are going to be talking about identity as a convert today. Pretty much my journey, my advice, how I can help in any possible way. And I'm excited to speak with y'all. It's been a minute. Welcome to the Becoming Muslim podcast. This is a podcast for shining a light on a beautiful religion that the media doesn't quite do. My name is Marilyn, white convert girl from Wisconsin, live in London, and let's get started. Okay, so let's unpack this. Hi, assalamu alaikum. May Allah, the peaceful one, be upon you. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. It has been a solid minute because really I haven't found like the flow that I want to go for this podcast. I felt so much like responsibility and pressure of I want to help people, but I don't want to say anything wrong. I know this is like such a conversation in that I want to make sure that my words are good and I went through so much and so I want to kind of go over that with y'all and thank you so much for everyone who who listens to this thank you so much for all of y'all who are following the Becoming Muslim podcast Instagram I want to start creating more content and I think I'm going to put together a team of other people that I know and pretty much this is what I've been up to I essentially has started a a, a class an Islamic class that I've been going to in London and it's a two-year sanitane, which sanitane means two-year course. And I'm pretty much going over like the basics of what I should know as a Muslim or what I think I should know. And it's been so beneficial, so much joy, and I want to share as much as I can with you. Okay, so today's topic is pretty much about identity in Islam as a convert. Identity in this new society. Identity is what does it mean being a Muslim. And so... I'm just going to talk a little bit about my story. I pretty much converted to Islam about almost five years ago, alhamdulillah. And I all of a sudden moved to London. So again, I'm American from Wisconsin and I I have traveled the world, but I had never lived in a new place. And so I I moved to London, which is beautiful. It's a great city, but I'm, I'm a Wisconsin girl where I always used to say I'm like a I very much like suburb vibes, and so I moved to a big city. New York always scared me. Like, London was always, like, a least, like, top five least places that I would like to go to or like to live, and, well, hello. Like, Allah had other plans for me, so I moved to London and had adopted a new, like, family, essentially, which had Bengali culture is a whole other culture in itself like I didn't even know Bangladesh was a, a country and again I'm so sorry for anyone who's listening to this like I had no idea I was very unaware of any other place in the world that like any other diversity at all like so very much like I'm I'm really Mexican but like had my own other identity things going on especially as like a young girl being Mexican going to a new neighborhood new area new suburb new like financial status like all these different things growing up that way so I already had so many identity things that I was going through and then when I became Muslim I now had a new religion a new country a new culture that I had to really like figure out like okay who am I in all of this and 
when I became Muslim, like I went through so many things and I'm going to go over like these common mistakes that we make as new Muslims when it comes to our identity. All of a sudden it's like, we want to go from the bottom of the mountain all the way, jumping it to the top and taking it on like right away. I know straight on, I was like, day one, I'm like, I'm going to wear a niqab. I'm so like ready. But meanwhile, I never even like the most modest clothes that I had at the time that when I, I did my shahada was like a maxi dress and then a scarf over my head, like my arms show in all these things. It was very different. Like I didn't have an understanding of what modesty was. And so straight away, if it's like, okay, from zero to niqab is very uh, zero to everything all at once. And so one of the common mistakes is like going all or nothing mentality. And what happens is we go too hard that it's like we break ourselves. And it's one of the things that in Islam is like women are these like part from like a rib of a man and it's we're meant to be bent but never broken, like never bent to the point that we snap or break. And so I think that applies very similarly as a convert. Like you don't want to break all of a sudden because you're implying like everything all at once. And one of the beautiful things is that the Quran wasn't released overnight. It wasn't revealed overnight. It was something that was been given over a 23 year time period. SubhanAllah, like it's had so many days, so many times that the Quran was revealed. It wasn't all at once. And it there's a point to that. Like as Muslims, as new Muslims, as converts, you have to take one step at a time and take on as much as you can and be easy on yourself. And so one of the common mistakes, again, is like being too hard on yourself. So I remember when I first became Muslim, I was like all of a sudden like, whoa, there are so many like haram police. I didn't even know like what haram meant. And it was like all of a sudden I was facing these things that as like somebody who was on social media and I had switched to now being Muslim, like obviously it's a big identity shift of just wearing the hijab, which a lot of Muslims like born Muslims are still going through that process of wearing a hijab, especially in a Western country, Western area in America, in the UK, but I had gone and I had, you know, like eased into the hijab a little bit, like started wearing it as like turban style and then from turban to like half down, half up and then kind of like now the full like basic hijab and then of course like there's more of like the the burqa vibe and the niqab as well and so like one of the things is just like take it easy on yourself and, and be, not be so hard on yourself. And one of the things when it came to social media was that like so many people would comment of like, oh my gosh, like non-Muslims, like you don't look pretty now. Or like uh, Muslims being like, okay, mate, like way to do this one, like one hair strand is showing, <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, I've got these two opposite spectrums and I'm like, where do I stand And the one thing when it comes to being Muslim is like you have to figure that out is where it is that you stand. And so that common mistake of being hard on yourself, like the best thing that I can say is like just go easier. I had this advice given to me is like go easier on yourself, like enjoy life, always ask for forgiveness and like keep uh, taking things one step at a time, one day at a time. And not all at once. And the second thing, a common mistake is that we do is we expect other people to do everything normal as well. And so I remember having a Muslim in my life and I was like, 
oh, I'm supposed to do this, but you're not doing that. Or like, I'm supposed to like show up this way, but you're not doing that way. And it was like, whoa, again, just like, bro, (laughs) stay in your lane. Like just focus on yourself. And I, the thing when it comes to like comparing yourself to other people, it's just like humans, we naturally compare anyways. Like that's one of the issues when it comes to like social media is that we're constantly comparing ourselves to other things, but we're meant to compare in a way that we compare ourselves to what others have less than ourselves. And that way we can show a lot more gratitude. And if you have become Muslim, like the fact that you have Iman, the fact that you have faith, like that's just something that you must always appreciate because at the end of the day, like Allah is the only one who guides, like we cannot change that at all. And so Allah is the one who guides. And it's so many stories in the Quran, like even the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa he his uncle didn't come to Islam. He died not being a Muslim. And so we have to know, like, if, if the Prophet sallallahu is most loved by Allah, like, we know that. And his most beloved person who was really supportive of him didn't become Muslim. He wasn't given iman. Then we know, like, again, the hands that's all in Allah's hands. And so for the fact that Allah has chosen you, Allah has picked you, Allah has said like, okay, you are Muslim. Like it's such a beautiful thing that we could always show gratitude for. And so it's, again, less comparing for like what others have more than us. Except I know one thing when it comes to like, when it comes to like jealousy and things, like you can't be jealous of people for so many things. But when it comes to like being jealous that somebody is more like pious than you, which ain't really like the people that you're seeing on social media and myself included, is it's something that you can aspire to have. And so that's always something so beautiful. But that's the second common mistake is like we're way too hard on ourselves and then we're comparing to others. And then the third common mistake that we make as new Muslims when it comes to our identity is like, wanting to know all the technicalities of all of the rules in terms of what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do. So it's like, oh my gosh, like, am I allowed to now travel by myself? Or am I allowed to like eat this specific thing? Or am I allowed to like wear this? Or how do I interact with these things? And again, one step at a time, just take one step at a time. And when I say this, I mean, like the very first thing that we must learn as being a Muslim is how do we pray? Like, what's the proper way to pray? And I'm sounding so Londonish by saying proper. I think in America we say correct. What is the correct way to pray? And so when it comes to actually understanding, like, the first things of our, our FARD, our required rules, is, like, learn about learn how to pray. Learn how to read Quran because the Quran is our answer for everything. And it took me, guys, I'm just saying this, like, it took me so long. And that's one of the reasons why I, like, hadn't put so much focus into this podcast because I was still going through all of these things myself. And now, subhanAllah, like, so many people, um, it depends. Like, everybody's on their journey for how quick they learn things or how much they, they don't. And, like, for me, it took me, like, four years to really actually learn Arabic. Like, I'm Mexican, but I barely speak Spanish. Like, hola, como estas? so basic like so so basic and so for me now I'm like oh my gosh I have to learn Arabic I didn't even learn my mother tongue like what am I supposed to do and learning Arabic of reading it is like one thing I haven't learned how to like understand a conversation but learning the Quran like I promised you just as it like as the prayer like becomes uh 
you become to memorize it. Like Allah will allow you to read. And I used to cry so much. Like I can't read Quran. What am I supposed to do? And Alhamdulillah, like there are so many beautiful teachers who are teaching and it's for free and it's great. And you want to make sure that you get a good, solid, like Tajweed teacher to teach you how to read Quran with Tajweed. But first, just learning how to read each letter. Like there's so much reward in it. Allah will give you rewards for not, it was saying like Alif, Lam, Meme as one letter, but rather Alif is one letter, Meme is one letter. Like, Lam is one letter. And so it's so beautiful. Like, for each letter that you get to read, this like, 10 rewards. It's so many rewards. And so just being able to, like, learn that. It took me four years, guys. <laughs> four years. And alhamdulillah, like, I'm still learning. Like, I'm still going through the process. I'm still taking classes. And so when it comes to, like, focusing on technicalities, focusing on rules, is like, learn these things first. Like, learn the basics of making sure that you get to understand like how to pray so that your prayers are on point and how to read Quran so that you're getting those rewards and that connection to Allah and really focusing on how do you like how do you don't focus on like oh my gosh is this person wearing this shoe on the right foot like there are so many things I know when it comes to common mistakes like focusing on these little technicalities before is is a big one and the fourth common mistake that we make as new Muslims, like in our identity, is uh, focusing on hot topics before anything. And so, when it, it comes to like hot topics, I'm talking about like uh, how do we interact with the LGBT community? How do we un- understand like uh, what is modest? How do we understand like these issues that are going on in the world? And those hot topics are something like you. If it's not 100% impacting you right now, like, let it, let it, if it doesn't concern you right now, just let it be. Let Allah take care of everything and you focus on you and focus on really thinking about getting that connection to Allah and focus on like praying to Allah for everything. Like our conversations with Allah can literally be conversations with Allah, like in our head, for anything and we don't have to always ask for just the big things but of course there are ways that we can ask for the big things and ask for the little things like Allah please like let my car be warm in this winter day or Allah please like let me be able to fall asleep like Allah always let me remember you Allah always let me love you Allah always let me get closer to you Allah let this podcast be something that helps people beneficial for people let people have community and support like Allah always like I put my hands in my life for you Allah. Like you take care of everything. I'm just gonna ride the wave and go with flow. Like that's like there's so many things that you can make the offer and it's it's beautiful. So those are the common mistakes like that I see when it comes to like Muslims with their identity and I went through it. So a little bit again, just more of my story is like that I went to London and so now like, I wanted to find an American friend so much in London. I was like, oh my gosh, one, I'm looking for, like, all the Americans. I'm joining these groups of, like, Americans in London. But then I'm like, there is nobody here who's in a hijab. Like, how am I supposed to relate to them? And then all of a sudden, like, now I'm an American, like, with this Bengali family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, there's no, like, y'all are British. I'm Bengali. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, what language? So, like, there was just so much, like, overwhelm of, like, who am I into this place? And I had, I did a TED talk that was, again, not like, it was related based off of identity because when I became 
essentially I grew into my life and did my own journey of things like Mexican moving into a white suburb of Wisconsin and then having to figure out that like when I used to pronounce mango like mango and I used to get made fun of of like oh my gosh you have an accent it's mango and it's like an exotic fruit and then all of a sudden when I became Muslim it was like oh your name's not Mary it's Maryam and I was like no my name is Marilyn like what and there's so many different aspects to this and when it comes to your identity it's really important that you always ground yourself as being a Muslim like being somebody who loves Allah and then taking one thing at a time and Muslims aren't perfect like we're not meant to be perfect but we're meant to always seek help from Allah always come back to Allah and there's one story that I had learned and it was like shaitan and and Adam Islam, Adam um from the story uh, the first a man had come down essentially what happened was Adam Islam was created and all the angels were told to bow down to Adam and Adam Islam and peace be upon him and shaitan like the shaitan he was he's a jinn by the way that's a story for another time but he was with the angels like praying doing his thing like trying to be holy and all of a sudden like Allah says like bow down to Adam and all the angels, because the angels are obedient to Allah, they don't have free will, whereas jinns and humans have free will. So the angels all bowed down at once, and and Shaitan was like, why? Like, I, I'm made of fire. He is made of clay. Like, Allah, you made me better than him. Like, why, why do I have to bow down? But all of a sudden, like, what is he doing? He's disobeying Allah. He's disobeying the command of Allah. And so the difference is that, what happens like further on is like Adam Alaysam, he makes a mistake and he's thrown out of Jannah. Him, Adam and Shaitan are both dro- like thrown out of Jannah. And the difference is that Shaitan, he comes back to Allah and he's like, no, Allah, like this is your fault. This is not me. This is you. Whereas Adam Alaysam, he is saying like, Allah, I have wronged myself. Please forgive me. And so both of them had disobeyed Allah, but the difference is that obviously that's sin and there's so much going on, but the difference is that one had left and had come back to Allah saying, like, let me, he asked Allah again, like, please Allah, knowing Allah is the most merciful, Allah, please, like, let me stay alive until the day of judgment so that he can bring so many people with him into the hellfire, whereas Adam Islam said, like, Allah, please, like, I have wronged myself, forgive me, and Allah is most merciful, so Allah forgave him and so like what we as new muslims like we're of course gonna make so many mistakes and i know for me i came in this and like there's this weird thing when you became become muslim it's like this such a beautiful like hype you're like so euphoric and everyone's like oh my god you're new muslim you're like a shiny baby but then everybody disappears like everybody goes away and you're like oh okay what's next and of course like there's just so many things that we go through that's different and that time and space like that gap that we have of of this isolation I think is so beautiful because now looking back it's so beautiful because you're you get to grow that relationship with Allah and that dependency on Allah and you realize that everybody in your life will disappoint you like your mom your dad your brother your sister your friends your family your spouse like every single human will disappoint you sometime in your life because we're humans, we're not perfect, but Allah will never disappoint you. Allah always has a plan for you. And so, alhamdulillah, like when it comes to like that time, that gap period is like, you go from euphoric to a gap. And then all of a sudden, like that gap is that time that you get to grow closer to Allah, but it's a, it's a lonely, isolating process. And so 
you really have to focus on like, okay, who am I now? And as a Muslim, it's like, we're not perfect. We're taking one step at a time and we can always go to Allah for forgiveness every single day. And so when it comes to like seeking repentance and seeking forgiveness, it's like just do two rakats, like pray and just ask Allah, like, please forgive me so much. And, and that's its own conversation that it's on its own. Like repentance is such a beautiful topic, but when it comes to identity as a convert and it's important to identify first as being a Muslim, as being somebody that Allah has created, Allah has chosen you, Allah has given you such a great gift and to just show like shukr. And so there's always two states of a Muslim, like only two states that we're ever in. And one is shukr, which is great gratefulness, gratitude. And the other is sabr, which most people will say like, oh, that's patience, like just be patient. But it's patience and perseverance together. It means we're not just being patient and letting like letting everyone else figure this out, but we're being patient that we're we're just we're understanding like this is suburb and we're being persevering of saying, okay, what do I have to do to get closer to Allah? Like what do I have to do to get through this test? Like how do I pass this test? What lessons do I learn during this test? And that's it. That's the two states that we have is suburb and shukr. And then when we really identify with that, it's like, okay, I can be grateful today or I can take a lesson from this today. Life becomes so much easier, so much easier. And it's really easy to get caught up in this like new tribe of, again, like seeking people on social media of like, oh my gosh. And again, I'm I'm telling you now, like social media is its own journey. And so I had gone again from being my, my own identity stories, like being this like, traveling yogi influencer to like a new Muslim and, and I'm going through all these things and then I had started this podcast I wanted to start like a company for Muslims and I had made a YouTube channel and then I like stopped it because I was like okay like what am I supposed to do I tried to be like this modest fashionable like influencer and guys y'all like I am not a fashionable person at all like I do not have you asked i wear the same like clothes every day i'm just like okay is this modest like good but um it was like just finding my own place of like okay the only people that i had seen online at that time as muslims were like these fashion influencers and i was like okay this must be my next step but i'm not that's not me at all from my core of my essence and shout out to all those people who are great because like you give me tips that i'm like oh cool i didn't know i could do that but like it's really nice to just understand like you have to figure out what you are doing for you. And again, social media, it's like his own world of of things. So just like put that aside for a while while you're figuring this out, figuring yourself out, figuring out like where do you want to go with life and just give yourself that time, that space, that grace, that period to say like, okay, nothing else matters besides like my relationship with me, my relationship with Allah. Like that's it. First and foremost, that's it. And then and you can ask yourself this question, like, am I doing something? Like, if I'm in this situation, like, what would I do that, like, would be pleasing to Allah? And the best way, like, the best place to do this is, like, learning more about the Sirah, which is the biography of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And there's so many lessons because Allah has tested the Prophet Muhammad, وسلم, peace be upon him, like, the most of everyone. Like, we can always, the most of any human being, he has been tested. And so, one of the things is, like, again, when it comes to being easier on yourself and just ask for the forgiveness, like, there's a story of the Prophet Muhammad, and it's his year of sorrow. And this is a few years into Islam already. And, and his wife, 
Uh, his first wife, Khadija Randilan Anha, may Allah be pleased with her, she had passed away and she was his biggest fan. She was the first person to came, come into Islam after the Prophet Muhammad. And her, his uncle, the same year, who was giving him support in in terms of the community and the tribes, like Arab tribes at this time, worked very differently than like you see Western worlds. And I'm, I'm just doing this briefly of a story, but his, her, his uncle died as well. And so the two people that he loved so much just passed away. And Khadija Ranilana passed away. And his uncle Abu Talib passed away as a non-Muslim. Okay, so that's like its own its own thing of like, oh my gosh, like what do you do now? Like what's happening to him? And these two passed away. And now he's in the tribe that he's in, the Quraysh tribe. And the Quraysh essentially are attacking him, attacking the Muslims. Like no no mercy on them at all. And he's going to the next town over to look to see it for help, for protection. And and when he's there, like in this time, Arab culture, even they were so uh, gracious for travelers. And so they were so like known for their hospitality. And so even in the basic sense of like, okay, we're Arabs, like let's, like you would give a nice hospi- hospitality just because we're you're, I'm coming over to your town to visit. Essentially, he goes over and he's asking um, for protection, calling them to Islam, and the leaders pretty much laugh in his face, and they tell the whole townspeople to like not show any mercy. And the Prophet is leaving the town, and he's going to the people, and the people start stoning him, throwing rocks so much to the point that he's bleeding through his shoes, and he's still walking away from this town, and he's coming out, and he finally makes it out to. A tree, and he's at this tree, and uh, the angel Jibril, alayhi angel Gabriel, he comes down, and he says, you know, like Allah has seen what's going on. Like I'm bringing you the angel of the mountains, and he is here to speak to you. The angel of the mountains is saying, like, you know, I can crush this town for you. I've seen what like happened. Allah has said, I can crush this town for you. You just say the word, and so he has now just gone through it. Like he has lost his two most loved people in his life. He's gone over to uh, seek uh, some like asylum, seek safe space, and pretty much uh, kicked out like with pain and torture. And his response is this: He makes the most beautiful du'a, which you have to look it up because I can't say it all here. He makes the most beautiful du'a for the people, and he says, "You know what? Like, I essentially he's saying like he's praying to Allah for forgiveness." For him, which is like, what did he, like, how did, did he do anything wrong? No, he's praying for Allah, for forgiveness for himself. And he's saying like, Allah, I'm so sorry. Like, first forgive me. And he's saying like, don't do anything to this town because maybe one day from their progeny, people will become Muslim. And this town now like has the most Muslims. Like, so like Allah has granted that law that these people became Muslims, but you know, like most of the time we're living this life that we're thinking like, oh my gosh, something bad happened to me. Like I'm coming back with like all this, all this heat and storm. And But look at the way that the Prophet Wasallam, like Prophet Muhammad had handled this was with so much like grace. Like he's again, stayed in his lane, like asked Allah, forgive me, forgive me first for my own actions. And please like allow them to become Muslim, like guide them to being Muslim too. And like that just shows so much in life. So when it comes to 
figuring out like how do we act as Muslims like what is best things like don't look at other Muslims don't look at me like don't look at the people that you've seen on YouTube like don't look at the social media influencers like look to the sirah look to the best solution like look to the Quran like look to what Allah has given us as examples and so like Allah has given us the Quran as like our handbook and has given us Prophet Muhammad as our tour guide, essentially. Like, how do we use this handbook? Like, how do we go through and navigate our lives? And so Allah has given us the tools. We just have to go through them. And I promise you, like, the more effort that you put into it, like, Allah is going to come back with so much more. Like, we run to Allah, Allah runs back to us. Like, we take one step to Allah, Allah runs to us. And so, Alhamdulillah, it's just so beautiful. And so, like, again, I was, I'm going through all, all of these things with my, like, own identity of, like, okay, who am I in this new city, in this new relationship, like, in this new religion, like, what am I supposed to do? And I went through, again, all these things on social media. I went through all these things with just figuring out who I am, like, as myself. And it, the best thing that I can say is, like, go through yourself is, like, knowing, one, like, just identify being as a Muslim that you are a believer of Allah, like you believe in this religion and you're taking one thing at a time. And there's so much out there. And I wanted to say like, you know, we as converts, like we go through so much loss as our with ourselves as, as well. Like we lose one, the identity is huge. So like I pray Allah always just keeps you firm in your religion and firm in your identity as a Muslim. And, and the other thing is like, of course, we lose like our relationships and like these connections with our family, our friends, like there are certain things that we don't relate anymore. And, and it's like, okay, how do I process this? How do I cope with this? Like what is going on? And so just take things one step at a time. And so focus on you as your relationship with Allah, focus on learning Quran, focus on learning how to pray focused on like learning the stira that's the best thing that i can say when it comes to this topic and our identity as being muslim is pure like islam is so pure muslims we make mistakes and islam is so pure like allah has given us something true and, and beautiful like something so much so like in it's like in our guidebook how to go to the bathroom like <laughs> it's very detailed very focused and um, everything, every, there's a solution for every single thing on how we live this life. We have a new purpose and our new purpose is like, what do we want? And we're not just focusing on like our investment in this world. We're focusing on the best investment of like, how do we prepare for the afterlife? How do we prepare for the bigger things, uh, for our next or hereafter? And so inshallah, I hope this God willing, I hope this was something that was beneficial and useful for you. I had started um, the Instagram page, Becoming Muslim Podcast, because my personal page is private. It's pretty much like dead so now. I just want to keep that one like by itself. And so if you've been following me there, please go to the Becoming Muslim Podcast. It's open. And again, it's not focused on me at all. I want it to be focused on giving you the best resources that I can. And um, a lot of you know, like my, my, I have my own business life of like wealthy women, which is its own conversation this con this podcast is for us as muslims like we are my brothers and sisters in islam and so if there's any way that i can help you any way that you i mean i'm i'm always in need of support of friends as well and like let me just meet other new muslims like i just want to connect like honestly reach out to me i just want to have a conversation with you 15 minute coffee zoom g like tea tea chat <laughs> coffee talk and yeah i'm i'm also looking for 
like that connection and that companionship and just people and humans like that I can speak to a lot about and, and learn about that. So I'm here with you. I'm learning with you. I don't want this ever to be about me. I want this to be about Islam, becoming Muslim, like things I'm going through. And so, yeah, please go to the Becoming Muslim podcast Instagram page to connect. And if you are enjoying this podcast, like make sure you give it a like or whatever it is that you want to do, a comment of how you'd like this to be improved. And thank you so much for listening. Jazakallah fight. May Allah reward you with goodness. Assalamu alaikum.